for this week. We wrapped up our series entitled Walk This Way. And over the past few weeks, we've looked at the idea of Jesus coming and showing us the way through Jesus' birth to Mary and Joseph, through Christ's temptation, through the culture change of removal of masks and not acting like we don't struggle, through repentance. And last week we talked about the Passover and communion. And tonight we're going to focus on the way that was made through Jesus. Because, as we've heard throughout this entire series, Jesus can show us the way because Jesus is the way. And so tonight what we looked at was the fact that Jesus died. Uh, and, and the reason, and we started off by asking the why. Why did Jesus have to die? And we hear in Romans 6, 23, that the wage of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life, uh, eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. And so ultimately what we hear there is that there was an ultimate sacrifice that was needed to pay once and for all the price for sin, which is death, and the way in which that we conquer that, that quote-unquote price tag is that there was, had to be someone that came and died that had no sin. And so Jesus came to die that we may have life. Um, but we look at the idea, we went forward and looked at it, not only did Jesus die, but Jesus was buried. And, and, and this was something that Jesus had prophesied about his resurrection, and the chief priests and officers would do everything they could to make sure that, that didn't happen. Um, they, they wanted to make sure that the disciples didn't lie and say it happened or come and steal the body to make other people believe it happened. Um, and, they, uh, and they also wanted to, to deny any claims that Jesus didn't really die. So if they didn't bury the body, people could say, oh, well, he just passed out or whatever. But Jesus was buried. And in, and in Matthew 27 66, we actually hear that they not, not only was he buried, but they went and made the tomb secure by putting a seal on the stone and posting a guard. They, they, they take the extra steps to prove that Jesus Christ is dead and that he is buried and to make sure that nothing could break in and nothing is going to happen. And, and they thought that they were confirming the death of Jesus Christ, but what they were doing was eternally putting a seal on death overall because Jesus, as we hear, was resurrected as well. And on, in Matthew chapter 26, verses 1 through 6, is what we looked at where it says, after the Sabbath, as the first day of the week was dawning, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary went to see the tomb, and suddenly there was a great earthquake, for an angel of the Lord descending from heaven came and rolled back the stone and sat on it. His appearance was, light, was like lightning, and his clothing white as snow. And for fear of him, the guards shook and became like dead men. But the angel said to the woman, to the women, do not be afraid. I know what you are looking for, that you were looking for. Jesus was crucified. He is not here. He has been raised, as he has said. Come see the place where he lay. You see, the ceiling of the tomb and all that that puts no doubts on the resurrection. Says that there is this is a no doubter situation because the tomb was set and sealed. But as we hear, Jesus was was crucified, but also resurrected in all of this and so what is but that still raises the question for us of so what what does that mean why do we care that jesus was resurrected and we hear in first corinthians 15 verses 17 through 21 that if christ has not been raised for raised 
your faith is futile and you are still in your sins, uh, then those also who have died in Christ have perished. If for this life only we have hoped in Christ, we are, all, we are of all people most to be pitied. So what that's saying is that if all we have hoped for is, is, is in this life, in Jesus Christ, and it turns out that we have failed, that that is not true, then we should be pitied. But it says, but in fact, Christ has been raised from the dead, the first fruits of those who have died. For since death came through a human being, the resurrection of the dead has also come through a human being. And so what this is ultimately pointing us to is that if Jesus had died and paid the sacrifice for us, that would have been, that would have been great. We would have still worshipped him and given honor and glory to, to Christ. The fact that Jesus was, was buried proves that, that Christ had died and that, Christ, that it wasn't just some thing that could be explained away, such as, oh, he passed out or whatever, but also that he, we can't say that the body was stolen or anything along those lines because it was, they took the extra steps to seal it. Yet, what we hear in the text earlier is that Christ was resurrected. That, that, the next, that, that on the third day, the body was no longer there. And we can't say that the body was stolen. We can't say this or that. So, the, so Christ was resurrected. And in Christ's resurrection, we have been given new life we have been given the opportunity to encounter a new life. That that old wage of sin being death is gone. And so we, as we hear in Matthew 16, verses 24 through 25, it says, Then Jesus told his disciples, If any want to become my followers, let them deny themselves and take up their cross and follow me. For those who want to save their lives will lose it, and those who lose their life for my sake will find it. And so what we hear is that Christ gives us the choice that we can still live in sin and death or we can be raised again to walk in the newness of life with him and through him and through his ways. And what does that look like? What does it look like to be a follower and a disciple of Jesus Christ? It is one to deny self, which is not just to say, I give up everything I want, but it is to say, God, I want what you desire for me because my hope is that you've heard over these past few weeks that the ways of Jesus Christ are so much greater than our own. And so we deny ourselves, not saying, oh, I'm just doing this, oh, woe is me. But we deny ourselves so that we can receive Jesus Christ because the ways of Christ are not of our own. We take up your cross. Um, many of us would say that we'd rather take up a cause than say things like, oh, well, I'll do this or that or this or that, or I'll take up this cause and support this or that. And we do those things so that we can receive the recognition. But th this, is, this taking up the cross is not something that benefits us. But what it is is it's ca helping carry the burden. Because the way of Jesus Christ, I hope you've heard over the past few weeks, while it is rewarding, is not always easy. I mean, as you look at this, it says, take up your cross and follow me. Because for those who want to save their life will lose it. And those who want to lose their lives for my sake will find it. And so what he's saying is you have to give up your very life, not as a necessarily a physical death, but give up everything that you want and you desire and everything that you are seeking and put me first. But we can't lose sight of the fact that, that Jesus is our creator and is our 
Father knows what is best for us even better than we know for ourselves. And we looked at that over the past few weeks where we have talked about all of these different things and our temptation and the fact that we need to feel the need to put on masks to be the people that the world calls us to be. But ultimately our identity when we talked about repentance is found in Jesus Christ. And so if our identity is found in Jesus Christ, that, that we need to take on that identity and stop trying to be who everybody else wants us to be. And that's what it's talking about when it says give up that life is that, is that we can take that third cup and become the people of Jesus Christ, take that fourth cup rather from the Passover and the communion, become the people of Jesus Christ and follow him in the way that leads to love and mercy and grace and forgiveness for us and for others. My hope is that as we walk away from this series and, and we learn to walk in the way, that we will take these words and that they will be ways to guide our feet as we begin our new life and we remember that the best of all is god is with us i hope you have enjoyed this series half as much as i have enjoyed sharing it with you thank you and god bless